Peace and blessings to you. Are you looking for a place to express your concerns, your anger, what's going on in your community, in your family? Well, Breaking Chains is the podcast. It's all about letting the world know that enough is enough, and it's time for you to speak up and speak out. Join us nightly, and let's break some chains by using your voice to express the concerns you have about the issues that are affecting our people, mankind, and our world as a whole. Get involved, and let's break some chains. Class is in. It's time for Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. Lavert Kemp. Sit back, relax, learn, and listen. Pick up the phone and get involved in the conversation. 858-357-9137. Listen and learn who you are. Learn the true history of how society was physically built. Learn the history of who you really are. Learn the history of your people. It's Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. Lavert Kemp every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on YAT Radio, leaving a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence through history. Let it be. Na, 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 na. 
It's History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kemp on YAT Radio. It's Breaking Chains. Right. 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 Right.
You're listening to History Talk on Breaking Chains on YAT Radio. Amen. God bless everyone. Welcome and good evening. It's History Talk Podcast with the Pastor Dr. Lavert Kemp on YAT Radio. God bless and good evening. God bless you. Good evening, Pastor Kemp. Pastor Kemp, are you there? Uh, Is your phone muted? Good evening. God bless you, sir. Good evening. Good evening to you, and God bless each and every one. It's a blessing to be back with uh, Pastor Williams again and able to share on History Talk with Pastor Williams. Uh, we're going to talk about, he. we discussed some things, Pastor Williams and myself, and as being African-Americans, uh, 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 those of us who live in America, who ancestry is Africa to understand the holidays that we celebrate, both, both if it's not Easter, if it's not uh, Thanksgiving or uh, Christmas. Uh, we've just finished celebrating uh, Thanksgiving, and we wanted to know about uh, most people don't know why they're celebrating. Uh, we were told different things. I remember going back to elementary school, and e- even uh, in world history, uh, along college, uh, American history, uh, we were told certain things that were not necessarily the truth or not truthful about Thanksgiving, how the Native Americans and how the the settlers who came, instead of saying settlers, let us use the word conquerors, came over uh, nevertheless to, to take the hospitality of the Native Americans and reverse it to a slaughter. And this is really the original thing that really happened. Now, they said now in... 1621 and the Plymouth colonists from England, they say that the Native American, they're talking about we don't, we, we're going to call them Native American because uh, Christopher Columbus was got lost. He wasn't a very uh, smart individual. He was trying to find a shortcut to uh, India and he landed in around Hispaniola out there around Haiti and Hispaniola. He landed out there, and he called the people since he was lost. He called the indigenous people out there, or the native uh, people of the Western Hemisphere. He called them uh, Indians, and so that's why the name come in today. They don't, uh, the people who we used to call Indians, they are native to Americans, and they don't want to be called Indian because a dummy, which I'm going to call Columbus a dummy, and today I really don't understand why we have a Columbus Day in America. I know they say we had this thing, they had us singing when I was in elementary school, that Columbus sailed the ocean blue and discovered America in 1492, 
Well, if you would just Google it, did Columbus ever land in the continental United States, you'll find out that he never set foot uh, in the 50 states or 49 because, uh, well, really it's 48 because uh, Alaska is not uh, really a continental state in uh, Hawaii. But the other states that we have that's connected together and not apart, uh, he never said put in that, but yet we have a Columbus Day, so that's one lie. But now I want us to understand this, that in 1621, you know, that's Mass- Massachusetts, the Plymouth colonists, Okay, we're from England, and um, they say them in the Wampanoag, Wampanoag uh, Native American shared autumn feast that is acknowledged as the first, we did acknowledge it as the first Thanksgiving celebration in the colonies. For more than two centuries, days of Thanksgiving were celebrated by individual colonists in October, around October 27, but now we celebrate it in um, in November, always about the like the, the fourth uh, Thursday of uh, no, November. Now, now I want us to understand this: that that's what um, the the Europeans say about Thanksgiving. Now, but I want us to understand what do the Native Americans say? Because we've been lied to so much about what the name what what. Because it's for some reason, the European or Caucasians have lied to us over and over and over about this thing where they show about the Native Americans sitting on the ground in the cellar, sitting at picnic tables, and they're eating and sharing this great big meal. And we want to know, and, and that it didn't really happen that way. And we will, you ask the question about the Native, what the, if you ask the questions of, about what the Native Americans think about Thanksgiving and why Thanksgiving is also a national day of mourning for Native Americans. It's important that we know that many Native American Thanksgiving Day is a mourning and a day of protest since it was first commemorated of settlers in North America and centuries of, of oppression and genocide followed. Now, they say the Pocatawk Indians on Thanksgiving, uh, that was 1637. Matter of fact, they killed, the settlers killed 700 in one day. And in, in one day, they, they killed 700. Now, this is what they did to the Native Americans the people that taught them how to plant crops. So you want to know why, why, what we celebrate, and I'm going to get to our part on it too. See, we have to understand that, that even with this perspective that it's been lies to over and over and over, you know, uh, there's always two sides to a story that we've been lied to about the story that we was told. And unfortunately, when it comes to lies, for some reason or another, uh, Europeans or Caucasians have lied to us throughout history. They discovered everything in America. Everything in America belongs to them. And even today, they would tell other people, go back to where you came from. Well, to be honest with you, they'd have to leave, too, and just leave it up to the indigenous people of America, too. They should go back where they came from. 
You know, unfortunately, when it comes to history of Thanksgiving, generations of Americans have been taught one size story in homes and in school because uh, the Europeans or Caucasians write the books, they write it as they were this nice group of people who came over and met savages when they were the savages who came over and met nice folks. See, the dominant culture and historical story have been told from the perspective of a European colonist who landed near Plymouth Rock in Massachusetts in 1620. In this version of the Thanksgiving story, the holiday commemorated a peaceful, friendly meeting of English settlers and the Wampanoag tribe for three days feast and Thanksgiving in 1621. Every year, a new outlet of social media are buzzed with the Thanksgiving theme. But now, now, what is the real history of Thanksgiving from those who were here first? The mainstream version of Thanksgiving story paints a picture of courageous Christian settlers braving a period of a new world and with the help of some friendly native find a way to make a new life for themselves in the days around them. Now, that's what they've been teaching us, that these friendly settlers came over. Now, this was a lie that came from the pits of hell. Now, that was what they were told, but they didn't tell you the truth. See, most children only taught this belief snapshot of American history would leave just a frozen memory of a peace and a generosity of the Europeans, but it was not true that they left with. However, in a short time after these Thanksgiving events, circumstances related between the European settlers and the Native American tribes drastically changed. Unfortunately, very few educators have the opportunity to teach to the students about the massacre, how the massacre of the Native tribes or the Pocahontas, which took place in the years that followed, they also do not mention that English settlers robbed the Wampatow grave and stole food from them. They, they, they robbed graves for what they had gold, whatever they had on them. Then they stole food from them to survive during their first years of this new, uh, this new continent. You know, and if we look at it and you even just go back and to find out what the Native Americans think about it. And it's important to know that many Native Americans uh, look at Thanksgiving as a day of mourning, and they protest it, but they won't show it on television to you that Native Americans protest Thanksgiving. You know, it's organized by the United American Indians of England in 1970. Thursday, November, Thanksgiving is recognized as a national day of mourning for Native Americans and their allies. Many people gathered in Coles Hills and Plymouth for an organized rally and day of mourning on Thanksgiving. Here's what they have to say. This is what what the, this is a reminder, and this is a plaque around Plymouth Rock is a plaque that the Native Americans have. They, 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 since 1970, the Native Americans have gathered to mourn on Coles Hill, the Plymouth commemoration of a National Day of Mourning on the U.S. Thanksgiving holiday. 
Many Native Americans do not celebrate the arrival of pilgrims and other European settlers. To them, Thanksgiving Day is a reminder of the genocide, millions of their people, the theft of their land, and the relentless assault on their culture. Participants in the National Day of Mourning honored Native ancestors and the struggle of Native people to survive today. It is a day of remembrance and spiritual connection as well as a protest of the racism and oppression which Native Americans continue to experience. And they say this was erected by the town of Plymouth on behalf of the United American uh, Indians of the New, of New England. That is not to say, and I'm going to discuss a little bit later, even go even further to tell you about it. But uh, going on, I want to tell you that, and then they don't get into it. They say that 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 uh, slavery was started, and okay, this is the first time they celebrated. They said and. 1621 in Plymouth, Massachusetts. Now, if if they claim the slaves had been over here long before that, before 1619, that's what they have. Some books have 1619. Some go back into the 1500s. But nevertheless, uh, what were the slaves doing? Now, I'm going to speak from a perspective what I know, and that's of Louisiana. Louisiana is one of the major sugar-growing places in the whole United States, sugar cane. The slaves had harvested, this is called grinding seed, where they cut the cane and take it to the mill to grind it to make, make it. Earlier that year, they would pick cotton. So on Labor Day, they were in the field picking cotton. For Thanksgiving Day, they were in the field where everybody else, whites, were feasting, Caucasian were feasting, and two to one, Native American was on the run, hiding because they had been massacred, and they had whipped and raped the African Americans and had them in the field uh, cutting sugarcane at this time. My parents came off a sugarcane plantation, both my mother and my father, so I know something about a sugarcane plantation. I wasn't born, we call it the country, but I wasn't born. I was born in, in, in the city, and we didn't have that, but I know from it by going to stay with my grandmother. And I know a lot from that, and I know what my father and my mother's conversation would be about uh, the sugarcane. So we were out working. And during that time, and it's, it's 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 ironic that while if they say they were inside eating turkey, and they say a two to one turkey was not a meal that the Native Americans nor the uh, early well, I'm gonna call them uh, savages that came to America. And I know that if we've been monitored, people are angry with me with saying it, but I just have to call call a spade a spade if. Because if you annihilated these many people, individuals, they teach you how to plant corn, how to grind it and make meal and show you how, and you stole their food from them and things, they wouldn't have wrote a plaque on National Day of Mourning. Uh, you know, as long as the hunter tells the story, he's always the winner. But you never know until the lion tells about 
his hunt too about what happened to him and why you being hunting me uh, for a rug. And, and now, and what I'm trying to say is, as African Americans, we were not feasting today. We sat down and don't know why we feast. But when I feast, I told my congregation Sunday, Sunday gone, uh, Sunday before, the reason why we we should just on that day give thanks to God for all the provisions and for for health and strength and for the home we live in for everything, uh, but always be aware of the truth that we are we're still having. Uh, received our rights or anything else and that for over 157 years we supposed to have been free but isn't it ironic that we're still trying to get equality 157 years later we're still fighting it and it's and it's time that we tell the democrats your ride is up the republican ride been up but it's time time put up a shut up uh, don't look for us. That we've been supporting you all these years, but when the voting rights come up, you never deliver. Gentrification taking over our communities. Gerrymandering to keep votes. Alabama just got a congressional district, and Louisiana have more blacks in it than Alabama, and we just have one. So we're fighting now to get two congressional districts just as Alabama. There's so many things we have to go to, and if you were so lovable Christian, if they were lovable Christian, they would do us right. But it's never what you do is right that would come about. So I want us to understand that although Abraham Lincoln in 1863, he proclaimed a national holiday for Thanksgiving. That was in 1863, right around the time they freed uh uh, African-American, but we know that they wasn't free and that the ones in Texas didn't go. We say Emancipation Proclamation came about, but, but African-Americans in Texas didn't know they were free until 1865. That's why we have a, a, a different day that we celebrate our, our Juneteenth because that's when the slaves found out that they were free. Now, the slaves in the other southern states other than Texas knew that they were free, but those that live in Texas did not know that they were free. But I'm going to open the line up right now. We have a different format that uh, Pastor Williams may need to say something or uh, someone else would like to add to it. But to commemorate Thanksgiving, uh, what do you think? Do you think we should be commemorating it? I have another take on it about Thanksgiving. I'd like to open and, and uh, Pastor, if you want to uh, elaborate, it's open for you too. Amen. God bless you, Pastor Kemp. You know, it, it's something because when you bring up that history, Pastor, um, I think that uh, the things that we were taught as we grew up, uh, the reason why we celebrated Thanksgiving, the reason why we are celebrating these holidays right now, and, and when you hear the truth about it, you as being a black man I, I you know just been hit me but just you you know that this is something that you shouldn't be celebrating and and bringing forth you know and and you know Columbus Day and all these holidays to celebrate racist bigots and and murderers and and you like you say we're being monitored but the truth is the truth so you know I, I'm totally in with that pastor and I, I wanted to do this like this because you know so much is being you know just that just today I was looking at the numbers 
of things, uh, the money that's been spent just since Friday to Monday, you know, and, and when you hear the number, uh, it, it's just disgusting because, you know, when you, you just look at just on Friday itself, you know, how much money was made and how much money has been taken in over a four day period, you know, and, and they're talking about over four days, approximately about $40 billion just in online spending. So when you when you look at that, I had when I did the show last night, Pastor, I asked him, why do you support? Why do you support the people and the things and the places that are destroying your family, your community, your finances? You know what I'm saying? Everything around you, they're striving to destroy it and get you under control and put you back into some type of slave mentality again. You're already there, but some type of enslavement. So, so, so the line is open. I don't want to ramble on either, but it's just so much that's going on. People not paying attention to. God bless you out there. You on Breaking Chains with Dr. Pastor Levert Kemp. You're live on the air. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. How y'all gentlemen doing? Dr. Kemp. God bless you, sir. God bless you, brother. God bless you. God bless you all. Uh, I tell you, brother, you <laughs> never too old to learn. <clears throat> just never too old to learn. Brother, you say $40 billion in just online spending? That's Online spending, $40 billion in four days. So you look at that. That's $10 billion a day just online. That's that, Come on now. <laughs> People are hungry around here, homeless. Are you serious? Yes, you know, you, you. I was about to say the same thing. Uh, some type of way uh, we're missing the mark as a people. Uh, the American slave descendants, of, uh, we continue to missed the mark we 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 yeah, all of this money is, is is being spent and we're we've been here making america america all the time but when it comes time to uh profit as a people in the uh, uh the, the wealth in in in, in the, the quote-unquote greatness of america we we we, we fall short like dr kemp said uh we were always, like I said, uh, my grandfather was a sharecropper, and uh, my father started out sharecropping and working, like uh, Dr. Kemp said, in the cane field and in the cotton field. He didn't like it, and he joined the military, and so we all did the same thing. For some odd reason, the American slave descendants are always grasping uh, for straws to try to figure out as a whole, as a people, how do we meet a, a, a goal and obtain that American dream of a home, you know, good good money, good clothes, good food, the, the dream that they sell us, like you said, all the holidays and uh, that they're talking about Thanksgiving, the Easter, Christmas, New Year's, and you just could go on and on, Fourth of July, Independence Day. But yet, like Dr. Kemp said, we're still struggling for menial rights. Uh, come on, man. I mean, this is America. The law simply says one man, one vote. If we outnumber it, you're supposed to have, the, according to the law, the districts. But it's not that way for some odd reason. We just, I don't know, we, 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 we continue to fall short where we should just easily be able to just stand up and just be there. Uh, is that because we as a people refuse to take responsibility 
uh, we, we lack, we have that lack of knowledge. Is it all of that put in combined and we don't want the responsibility? I mean, business like that, Kim says, you know, uh, the lack of knowledge, and the Bible says it, you know, for the lack of knowledge, my people perish. And we continue, even Christians, well, let me say that, their mouth say that they're Christians. But again, like Dr. Kemp say, your work speaks for you. And that's a long way away from what's, uh, what is defined as a Christian. We're supposed to be a Christian nation, but uh, we, we, we're not getting there. We're not make, making that standard. We're not loving our neighbors as, as ourselves, none of that. You know, we're we, we falling off, and me being highly melanated, uh, I, I, I would uh, ask that uh, y'all make a comment as to why we continue in this day and age with all of the open media and information that's available to us and skills. We uh, we see less uh, of, uh, of the people in the community like we see when we were kids. No doctors, uh, no construction workers. I don't see that anymore. And so I'm going to stop rambling on. Uh, uh, thank you, uh, Brother Joyce. I just want to show you all, I just want to show you guys something. Uh, Thanksgiving really was uh, something that the Native Americans did far before those well, I, I want to say colonists came in um, on the Mayflower, or whatever. Uh, it came on that they they had the tribes uh, celebrated autumn festival. They celebrated festival spring. They celebrated all year long what God had given them. In see uh, Thanksgiving um, for the Native American was a simple chance to appreciate the good things in life, like family, community, the richness of the land. Long before settlers had arrived, Native tribes celebrate the autumn fest, uh, feast and the gift of Mother Earth abundance. Talking about all the food and the wildlife, Native American spirituality, tradition, and today emphasize gratitude for creation, care of the environment, and recognition of the human need for communion with others and nature. They were already celebrating because through their spirituality, they had a connection with all the provision which God had given them. And and, and so with the, the native that came from Africa, even today the indigenous people of Africa always had a way that their spirituality was to thank God for all the provisions that he had given them because they were hunter-gatherers, and they a whole lot of them did come off agrarian society. Thanksgiving as a holiday originated from the Native American philosophy of giving without expecting anything in return. In the celebration of this holiday, the Wampanoag tribe provided not only food for a feast, but also teachings of agriculture, hunting, corn, beans, wild rice, Turkeys are some specific examples of food introduced by Native Americans to the settlers. They did not come 
with the knowledge, but they called the Native Americans savages, but they evidently were savage because they did not know how to take care of themselves. Uh, it's time that we start teaching the truth. That's why right now you got CRT, critical race theory. They said that it's been said that if you tell the truth or they write the truth, their children will feel bad about themselves. But it's okay to call uh, Native Americans uh, 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 heathen and savages, but the Native Americans didn't wipe out a genocide, a whole, 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 whole group of people and take their land, indigenous people, and take their land. They did not do that. It was on the other side, which was the European, the Caucasians came and did that. The Native American wasn't the one that enslaved millions and millions of people to build a country. Mm. But it was the Caucasians who came from Europe who enslaved a race of people for the work their field and to make them the richest and most powerful nation in the world. Mm. If you mm. would go back for the 17 and 1800s uh, and look up where did America, where did America, uh, you have your exports, where did 60% of all exports came out the South from cotton and sugar, uh, and then not counting the tobacco, the indigo that they had in rice that was being shipped around the world from the new nation and who provided the free labor? African-Americans. They don't even tell you that they had black Native Americans here, not interbreeding with other Natives, but they were already here in America, all the blacks here, uh, one didn't come from Africa. Some were already indigenous to here. And don't talk about Mexico, because they were already in Mexico before the Aztecs or anyone else was there. The Olmec people, and you can look that up yourself. You're going way, way further back than over 3,000 over, over 3, plus years ago. They were already in, 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 in South America, uh, uh, the, the uh, Yucatan Peninsula, and Mexico. They're already there. They call the Olmec people. So it's so much that's not being written in our history book. You know, long as one group of people write it, they're going to always be the inventors, and, and you know, they discovered everything. Here you, you come to a country with maybe 40 to 70 million individuals living there, but you, but you, 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 you are the person. You discovered it. How can you discover anything with that amount of individuals already living on 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 that continent, <laughs> in that country? How can you can you do it? It's impossible. But those are the lies that have been perpetrated through our school system, a school system which is to denigrate the Native Americans and the African American, and even those uh, we, we so-called uh, Mexicans or whatever we call call, call them, but we're all, it's only one race, and it's the human race. That's why sometimes I hate to say the Mexicans, the Native Americans, the African Americans, or, or, or Caucasians, we're all one race, but they do have a race that's more more of that part that, that has a different color from others that's more savage. And I want to say this, 
more savage than other races. You see it being perpetrated right now in the Middle East. You see them fighting right now. Who 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 you see fighting right now? Russia and the Ukraine. Who you see right now? Uh the the people that call themselves uh Jew, which they are Jews, they're not Israelites or Hebrews, okay? That's 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 not so they're converts. But they're over there killing people. They don't want blacks in in uh they don't want blacks in Israel. Well, if you look back, the Bible says that the children of the Canaanites were there, and they tell you Ham is the progenitor of the Canaanites, meaning they were black. So now you telling me that you, how did you get there, and you were not originally from that? That's not your birthplace. It, nor is it the birthplace of the Arabs. Nor is Egypt the birthplace of the Arabs. The birthplace of Egyptian, just as the Native American or the indigenous people of America, the indigenous people of Egypt is African. And everywhere is known, but for some reason, because of their, their technology, their innovativeness, and their intelligence and intellect, just because of these things, they don't want to say they want to be the ones who started the math, the science. But if you ask Aristotle, Hyconus, and if you ask any one of their great scholars, where did they learn from? They're going to tell you they learned from Egypt. All their great scholars, they, they went to school in Egypt. They, they, they didn't learn anything. The Greeks learned it and took it back to Greek. Then the Greeks taught it to the Romans. The Romans passed it throughout Europe. But where did they get it from? They got it from Africa. And they brought it back to the oldest colleges stuff in Africa. But nevertheless, we're talking about these holidays coming up. We celebrate uh, different holidays and things like that. And it's time that we be careful with it. I mean, we celebrate it and things like that. I, I don't have a picture in the church that I pastor of Christ. And I would never put a white picture of a white Christ up in the church because it carries a connotation, a negative connotation for black folk. And that is, they say Christ has been said theologically that Christ is God in the flesh. Well, we've always had to bow down to, and our forefathers had to bow down in slavery to a picture of a white Christ. And the people over there had melanin. They were dark-skinned people, but all of a sudden now, for all, everybody around the world, they have this white guy who's Christ. Uh, when they played the Egyptians, since they were so intelligent and so advanced, uh, so advanced uh, country, they make everybody Caucasian. So that's why their kids have a positive outlook who they are. And I was carried a negative because they're going to only show blacks as so-called savages. But I submit to you today, we didn't kill off the Native Americans and take the country. Blacks didn't do that. The Native Americans didn't go to Europe and kill uh, them off and take their country. The Native Americans didn't... Uh, 
Africans didn't drop a bomb on Iwo Jima or Nagasaki and, and, and just about annihilated different cities. We didn't start a war everywhere we go. So these are things that we, we have to look at. And, 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 and I just, I really, really think about all these holidays and things that we, we're doing that like uh, we've been talking about Thanksgiving. And I'm going to open it right back up because I've been running my mouth and it might be a question that someone will need to ask about Thanksgiving or just something else that I brought up. But when once I think about the different things that happen, you know, and, uh, you know, and how unfortunately every few educ very few educators have an opportunity to teach the children about the massacre of the native tribes like the Pequot that took place, you know, year followed. We, we, we don't talk about that. They mentioned about the sellers being robbing from the Wampatog. They don't talk about that. They show somebody just sitting at a table eating, but they don't show who they really are. I want you to understand this. When they sent the people over, the people was to find out what the people had what was their weakness and strength? Most people that they ever went to country in Africa and into the Americas today, the people were very hospitable, trying to teach them because being show them humanity and reached out to help somebody that came over to really kill them and take everything that they had. That is the true history of Thanksgiving. And if I were to say the true history of America, I would even say it like this. Some savages came from another country and came to a place where nice people were. Now, this is how I'd show my history would be. And kill the people took their land, and being that they were savages and lazy, they took and brought another group of people to come over and build a country for them and make them the richest uh, nation in the world. Well, how was that done? If you got seven, if you have, my God, but if you have seven million people working for about 300 years for free, and you not, don't have to pay them, the, feed them virtually almost slop, which which would have been for Thanksgiving, if we well, when we were able to come out the field, we about had hog guts, which we made out of chitterlings. Uh, I said uh, uh, the way it's, it's written, chitterlings. Uh, that's hog guts. You know, we about could have had some kind of bird or something, a pig lip, pig feet, a uh, pig tail. We had them ham hog. We had that because that was left over. Uh, we had some stuff that they would give us, left a slop off their table, what they might have not had to keep keep us a little bit with a little strength to go back out and continue working for them. But we were working hard, and we wasn't being well taken care of at that time. So Thanksgiving Day, uh, I think the church should teach uh, their congregation the truth. And I, I'm going to say this as being a pastor, and I have to open, the, open, open it up. We need to quit telling our congregation about and it's good. Don't get me wrong. Continue to tell them to pray. But you have to learn to speak out and step forward. 
God created us with a powerful mind, a little lower than an angel. We have intelligence, and we need to know that for the reason that we have been put so far and left so far behind is God gave us this beautiful, powerful brain that we have, that if we could ever unite and come together, but the churches will not teach their congregation it's time to stand up. It's time to stand up. I am not just talking about being violent, but it's a time to stand up and tell people we've had enough. All your lies and all this, and then all of us have to do it. You were saying about the economy, about how much the $40 billion just for, like Black Friday, just around the holidays. Majority of it was spent by us, by, by African-American individuals, because we, right. we, we buy more than anyone else, and then we don't bring nothing back to our community. It's time that we stop telling people, well, uh, slavery lasts so long because they tell us to pray about everything, and they take everything by force. And it's easy to, to conquer a people when you trick them that for them to pray, but you to do whatever you want to do to them while they're on their knees praying. I refuse to just stand by idle when God gave me five cents and allow you to hurt me and harm me and my family, and I stand idly and don't do anything about it. I refuse to, because the God that I that created me created me in his image. And with a mind, that emotion, and intellect, I am a highly intellectual being. And I know when you're lying to me, I know when you're doing what you have to do. I, I'm going to open it up. It's open. Mm-hmm. The line open. Sometimes I can remember. I think we're the only ones on <laughs> on the line. Nobody want to say anything, and that 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 may be part of the problem when it's time to step up and uh, stand up as Christians for what's right and the truth. It's just the the, the number don't want to be counted. It's almost like uh, in the Old Testament when God freed them from their bondage and all of the suffering. The hand of the Egyptians, they got out there, and when it was time for them to take self responsibility, so many of them wanted to uh, go back to what was normal, and that was the suffering and uh, hardship. And and then they said they would rather be with Pharaoh because they uh, they understood that, and being out there on their own, uh, taking responsibility. For, for 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 themselves was not something that they really wanted. There were so many of them, even the Bible says that they complained and made a golden calf so they would go back to Pharaoh, the slave master, and wouldn't have all those things to be concerned about. And it seems as though somewhere along the line we are look coming close to uh, wanting to conduct ourselves in such a manner. Because uh, we see now that we have uh, some of the things that just 
it's just ungodly. No, no free-minded person would conduct themselves as we, the so-called uh, 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 former uh, uh, American slaves, doing. Uh, nobody in their right mind does something like that. <laughs> Well, you know, it, 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 it's something you say, Brother George, you say that, uh, you know, one that we're the only ones on. And, and the great thing about that is, is that, you know, two or three gathered in his name, he in the midst. So uh, the work is being done. That's that's what I'm grateful for. And uh, mm-hmm. it, it's a night that we're here to feed uh, because God is feeding us. So we have to share uh, the blessing. <laughs> and, wants to do it. Me. and and and. If, if Dr. Kemp can just talk all night, I'd be okay because it's, 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 it's being taught properly and you're learning. Like you say, you're never too old to learn and, and things yeah. that people need to know. Uh, you know, uh, people get upset about these things. Uh, they get mad at you because you're talking about it. But you know what? If you're not going to speak the truth, you may as well just shut your mouth uh, and just be done with it. Because the thing about it is enough is enough. And it's time for people to speak up. You know, you talking and complaining about everything. Oh, I sure wish you to stop raining when you was just praying for rain last week. Oh, it's so hot out here when you was just complaining. It's too cold. So, so it's just, it's just about always. I told them yesterday, the other day. It sounds like Charlie Brown's teacher. You know, uh, Charlie Brown may have understood it, but I ain't understand. Well, womp, 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 womp. Well, I don't know what that is today. So people just bumping the gums and just saying something that don't mean nothing. And, if, and, and you know, our young people are the ones that suffering. And God told us that. You know, he, he told us our young people were suffering. And, and a lot of people are paying attention to everything else. Pastor, we had uh, a class reunion weekend down in Mobile where I graduated from. And when I tell you the park, uh, the, the nights, everything, you see all the pictures everywhere is packed. When you go to God's house, you're only coming in because it's reunion weekend. What about other times? You complain about what you complain about. But you at the football game, you at the club, you're in the blood, that's the liquor. But you can't say hallelujah and pray together. So I'm going to share it up too because it's real out here. And then we, we stop sharing the love. Guess what? We have dressing and everything, showing the love all weekend. But it's Tuesday night. Ain't heard from nobody. <laughs> Amen. Lord, Amen. Ain't heard from nobody. Everybody's going back to their regular routine. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's not for everybody. A lot of people went back to the regular routine. They put on a facade and on a mask and on a pro, on a show and got in front of the lights, camera, action. And it was time to put it on. And you were able to put it on. But God see you. Can't run mm-hmm. from him. Can't hide from him. He know the truth. So you better get in front of it now, because you're gonna have to. What those say, you got to pay the piper. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Pastor. Go ahead, Pastor. Uh, that's uh, you, you know. Uh, I'm grateful uh, for for everything you say, to, uh, Brother George and and Pastor. We uh, talk about things. I, I I look back over. And I I think about uh, most of us don't know the origin of different things that we celebrate while we do have these things. And uh, we put trees in our homes and don't know what they symbolize and things like that. And um, the modern day Christmas tree really originated in Germany. 
where people really they they were families set up what they call a paradise tree around December twenty fourth. That's why we celebrate um, Christmas around the twenty fourth, well the twenty fifth, and it was a religious feast feast day for the Germans talking about Adam and Eve, and some of them celebrated other. Uh, Convert, you know, uh, they converted a, a, a devoted a life of converting pagan offerings to a rectangular tree. That's what they did, but we used that as a part of a celebration, and it's something that we don't un- understand. Uh, it, it do also, you know, that that they say that there's a dark side to to the history of the Christmas tradition. And people don't understand about the dark traditions that go along with with those uh, traditions. That they talk about the little baby Jesus and things like that. But now, uh, do many of us understand that Christ was not born on December the 25th? Now, there's nothing wrong. I celebrate it, and I've been doing it for years. Okay? I did it. I celebrated it because out of ignorance, I didn't know what was going on, and I celebrated. And there's nothing wrong with that because I don't know the exact date that Christ was born, and none of us know the exact date, but we celebrated uh, on a German feast of uh what they call a celebration of Feast of Lights, where they would decorate trees, and that was that festival that they that they would celebrate, and that's where we get the tree from, uh, and you know, and things like that, and exchange. So, those are things that that we celebrate, but I I don't think we ever ask the question about us doing it, you know. And we corresponded that, and most of the stuff the Romans gave us that through Constantine. Now, we're coming up to Christmas. We're finished with that, but about Christmas. Now, I'm going to tell you what most Bible scholars say. Jesus was born anyway from April 1st to September the 30th, around 3 or 4 uh, B.C. Notice now, the, the word A.D. does not mean after the death. B.C. means before Christ. A.D. is Anadomini, and that simply means the year of our Lord. Uh, the Romans tried to devote their calendar around the birth of Christ. But now, during the time they said about Herod being in, in control, uh, it would have had to been before A.D., around A.D. 4, because even when the Magi's found Jesus and they have that nativity scene, which is misinformed, Jesus was not a baby when the mag- Magi's came. The Bible doesn't say that it has come through Catholicism, the Catholic Church, that he was in a barn and three men came up and things like that. The Bible only said that there were wise men or uh, Magi's that came from the East bearing gifts. That does not say that there were three that come to Catholicism who give them names. And what's ironic about it, 
the Catholic Church called one of them, called one of them Casper, and Casper was supposed to have been the black guy, <laughs> and the black guy brought him Murph, which was symbolic of embalming fluid or death on the dark side. See, it, it's so much that have been given to us that's uh, on a false narrative. The first time uh, uh, Christmas was celebrated uh, on the 25th was 336 A.D. after, after you know, Anadomini, uh, after, you know, after Christ. But now, when I said uh, Christ was born about four three or four B.C. before that the Roman calendar started. Because when the Magi found Christ, he was a little boy. He was a little, not a, he, was a, he was a toddler. And for between one and three years old. So they don't really uh, have to say it. Some say it was around sometime in September. Some had said that it was sometime maybe in April. But what they do know some said it was April because the, the sheep had was given birth and they was out there with them because they were given birth and protection in the field. This scholar, uh, either around the latter part of September, either way it go, it wasn't a real cold. And a lot of things have been uh, talked about. A lot of things have been uh, changed around Advent. Sunday, that was what talking about Thanksgiving was it was called Advent Sunday. Uh, during uh, that's why they moved it Thanksgiving to Advent Sunday about almost a month before Christmas. That's why we it was moved from October to that to Advent. Now this came over in in in, in Rome now through Constantine. Now even. Uh, the French, the French call Christmas, and uh, Brother Jordan know this name all so well. Noel. In French, that's the word for Christmas is Noel. And Brother George's grandmother and my grandmother both are Noel. <laughs> if those that don't know that Christmas really is called when you say Noel, you say in the word Christmas in French. Wow. Uh, in Spanish, is Navidad. That's why you say Feast Navidad. Feast Navidad. And they say celebrating Christmas. You know, and uh, the Père Noel, the first Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, uh, there are so many things that we need to understand and that Christ was not born. And there's nothing wrong for us to celebrate but at least know what we're celebrating and why we're celebrating. I celebrate because Christ was born, but I know he wasn't born that day, and I don't know the exact day. I know it had to be, a, uh, the weather had to be pretty warm because of the factor of this. They were in the field, and shepherds can't lay in the fields at this time. A shepherd wouldn't be in the field. The weather that I'm having right now and it's not very, very cold here in Louisiana right now. Our weather is not that cold for the sea, but it, a shepherd wouldn't be in the field at 45-degree weather, <laughs> sleeping out in the opening with that wind blowing and cutting a little bit almost <laughs> in the 30s. Now, 
For instance, uh, Baton <laughs> is, is on the same is on the same uh, latitude as Mobile, Alabama. So our weather is pretty much, and temperature and weather pretty much be about the same. Most of the fronts travel from the west to the east, so we get a little weather, rainy weather, and a, and a couple hours later, uh, hours later, it, it arrives in Mobile, just like we get it from Texas, and it arrives to us. But 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 nevertheless, the reason I'm saying all this, and I want to explain what I'm trying to say, is the fact that if you go and you look at the latitude on a globe, where Jerusalem is, it'll be about up from Virginia, and it is cold. If it's forty some degrees here, it's thirty something in Virginia. And it's cold. You ain't gonna be out there talking about sleep with no sheep. You know, and then, you know, it's talking about and the shepherd were in the field watching the sheep. That was the Bible say. And so you know it wasn't in December because there wanna come before our one the further you go up north, the cold it gets. Okay? You got to go from South you got to got got Atlanta, you got uh Georgia. South Carolina, North Carolina, then you get to Virginia. Okay? Mm. And it it gets cold. So you have to look at different things, aspects of it. But the whole thing about it is we worship Christ. I told the congregation that for Thanksgiving that we should be thankful for all the provision. Now, the Native Americans came back and said the same thing, that they had been celebrating all that God had given them. Uh, they had buffaloes. Uh, 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 the settlers came and just killed it off, took their land. Uh, the people in, in in the Europe, the king and the queen of England gave them stakes to bring over there. And you just nail a stake in the ground, ground a thousand acres, you nail them in the ground, that's your land, that's your, your plot when they moved west. And first they had colonized and came to... Uh, the East Coast, then when they moved west, they were just nailing stakes in the ground. That's how they came up with all the land. And then tell you, you got to get it, uh, pick yourself up from your bootstrap, where they never had to do it. Martin Luther King spoke about that. <laughs> how they gave them land, they just could move out there, but tell you to pick yourself up from your bootstrap. No, your daddy, your, your great-great-grandparents didn't do nothing but kill somebody and take everything from them. You did not have to work as hard. And then after that, they could go and get jobs. And the sorry part about this, and I have to say it, this is because it's bad when our people get good jobs and they forget about where they come from. They uh, We pay for them to go to Washington, but they don't stand up for it because they're mm-hmm. and shoulder with so-called powerful people. But my God is more powerful. They they go there and they forget about us. They they're making a good living. They forget about I can never forget us four of us sleeping in one room with no no air conditioning, windows open at night. I could never forget about that. I could never forget six people sitting at a table. I could never forget about bathing in a, in, a, in a tub. You know, when I was a little kid having to bathe, we had a inside bathroom but we just had a face bowl and a toilet but we didn't have a tub at first 
I, I remember I remember bathing in a tub. My mother, <laughs> I was the youngest of seven, and I remember that. But I would never give up the experience I had of my mother and father because they tried their best for me. And all I want somebody to do the best that they could do. You, we didn't have a car. I was in 12th grade before we even owned the automobile. I had graduated. The year I graduated, we got automobiles. And I'm the youngest of seven. And I have brothers and sisters old enough to be my, I have a brother and a sister old enough to be my parents. But we, we didn't have it, but I would not trade nothing for that old man and that lady, that old lady and that old man, my mother and father. I wouldn't trade nothing for 400 thousand billion dollars I wouldn't trade trade the life that I had under them for all that money because the love that they showed me not by word but by deeds and and, and I, I love it for that and the push that they gave us to try to learn something and I'm proud of who I am and I think that that but I think the church is failing individuals by not really talking to individuals about what they're going through we supposed to be raising people out of the situation they're in, but we're afraid to address what we're going through. We're going through racism. We need to tell people it's time for blacks to stick together. God had brought the children of Israel to stick together, but they start worshiping Mother God, and we worship money, and we worship entertainers, and we let we go around and pimp the people in churches. I saw on Facebook, Whereas a guy had the women laying down and he was hitting the women on with a belt on their butt while they were prostrate in the front of him and he was hitting the men in the back. If a man ever, I first, I wasn't never prostrate before any man, but you take a belt and hit me with it, I will tear that preacher up. I will whip him. <laughs> and, and I'm just being honest. And if you have my wife or my daughter down there telling me you're going to hit her with a belt, when you draw your arm back, it wouldn't reach her. I tell you about that. That arm would not reach my child or my wife. And I get on a case for even allowing somebody to trick them to bow down to that. That's perverted. It's not Christianity. Christianity is supposed to be, you say, love thy neighbor as thyself. And that's why I know America is not a Christian nation. The Bible says, by this, all men will know that you are my disciple, if you have love for one another. How can you say you love me whom you never seen, but hate your neighbor, who you can see every day? And they say, God is no respect of a person. It's not, 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 not talking about, uh, 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 it's only one race. It's not a black race, a white race, it's one race, a human race. But all that all that hatred has to sooner or later come to an end. And I know that it, it, it's going to take time and long as we just be humbly and allow people to step on us and who God didn't create you to allow people to step on you. It's going to continue to happen until you tell a person, if you step on me, I'm going to get you off of me. Because they're not going to say, they're not going to tell you, we're going to treat you equally, and we're going to allow God to raise us up by giving you half of everything we got, and God going to put us back up. No, they're not going to do it. That's why they're fighting you tooth and nail and never want to let you be equal with them 
because they know they're not going to go in the prayer. They'll tell you to pray and teach us that that stuff to follow the Bible said about, 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 uh, about always being poor and this, that, and the other. Yes, the poor will be with you till the end, and that's true. But that doesn't mean that you don't go out and try to do your best and expect to be treated treated and treat the best as best as possible. And that you're supposed to be given an equal chance to succeed like anyone else and we're not getting it in America. And as I said and I'm about to shut my mouth, the Democrats is the lesser of two evils. But it's time that African Americans stand up to the Democrats and tell them, quit playing games with us. Now, if you don't show us coming up in 2024 that you're going to make some drastic changes in America, the way we're being treated, and all these things being voted down, if you don't fight tooth and nail for us, you forget because we're the only reason you getting you staying in power of getting elected is the African-American vote, not the black female vote, but the total African-American vote. Because the Latinos get to America, and, and a good many of them think that they're white, and they go a Republican, and that the Republicans kicking them in their backside, and they will still vote for them. And we have some a certain percentage of us you could call them, call them the N-word or do whatever you want to them, and they're still yes, sir, and a vote for a Republican, knowing that they don't have nothing good for you. Well, the Democrats is not much better because they don't accomplish the thing Biden have yet. Uh, it was supposed to have been the voting right bill. He said something when he first got in office, that then died down. Everything, the Ukraine that came up, all this stuff, everything and billions are going to... To eat, I mean, to 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 in the Holy Land, to the Jew, talking about the Jewish state. You've been there seventy-five years. Those people been there for thousands, and then this not your homeland. This not your homeland. So, uh, it's a lot of things that you're talking about. The few, and one death is 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 too many. Don't get me wrong. One death is 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 too many. But they never talk about over the 75 years how the Jews have taken all those people land in Palestine and the millions that they've killed over that length of time. The millions, I'm talking about in the millions. I'm not talking about uh, so many hundreds of us died. Talk about the millions of other people that you've killed. You, they never tell you that. They don't, they, it's, everything is about Jews. What about these other people? If God is no respect of a person, if God told Abraham and the covenant was told Abraham that all nations would be blessed through him, what about the Abrahamic covenant? And I'm going to throw some terms out to be. Look up the word Jewish and look up the word Zionist and find out. And that's the people that 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 rule uh, over there now in the Holy Land and around Jerusalem, or the Holy Land, are Zionists. Those those are racist people. Zionists are racist people who make the law and want one nation, one state, and they were they're noted for killing up some people. Okay, it's almost worse than Hitler. 
They don't want blacks there. They treat blacks like they're nothing. Now, the Palestinians treat blacks like they're nothing. The Arab Egyptians treat them like they're nothing. It's time that we uh, open our eyes at a race of people. And the uh, Arabs and I, and we run talking about the Muslims. Okay, further the Muslims are concerned, you're about 1,300 years old. That's all. But at the same time, the Arabs that, that who, who, who started with Mohammed are the ones that first had slavery, and they were cutting off penis or castrating the black slave when they brought them in there, although they whipped us and did inhumane things to us in America. They cut the male penises off and, in other words, castrated them and took them into bondage and breeded with the African women. And they started slavery before the Arab slave trade started before the Europeans. So both is evil to, to should be evil to African or African American. So we need to really study and find out exactly what uh, we we go in Farrakhan. That's okay. You want to be a Muslim, but you need to bring up the history of uh, the Arab people and the Muslim too. You need to bring that up as well as tell my Christianity is a white. No, it was not. The, the oldest Bible would be the Ethiopian Bible. The oldest picture of Christ and other things come from that. That's the Egyptian, what Orthodox, the Egyptian, it's, it's a church in Egypt that, 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 that has pictures of Christ. And he was black. They have the black Madonna all over. But only in America and in Europe, they're going to hang up this white woman and white man talking about Jesus. That church that I pastor will never have a picture of a white Christ in the church. I don't have a picture of Christ. I'm not going to put a picture of a Christ. But he sure wouldn't be Caucasian because I know he wasn't Caucasian. I know he was a man of color. That much I know. Uh, and our floor is open. I mean, not the floor, but the lines are open. I, I get carried <laughs> away sometime, and I ask for forgiveness of those who've been waiting to say something. Amen. History being taught. <laughs> God bless you, Pastor. Uh, God bless you. Live on the air. Uh, the mic is on for you. Bless you. You're with History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kemp. Good evening. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. How are you? Good evening. I'm good. How are you, Dr. Camp? How's everybody? Uh, everything's good, and God bless you for, for tuning in. Amen. Oh, this is I tune in all the time. I'm just quiet sometimes, but I take in everything you say. just want to say thank you for enlightening us and giving us our history because we need it. Um, I try to encourage a lot of people to call in. Even though they're not calling in, I do something they can go on and listen to our podcast because our podcast, especially our history talk, is so interesting. I just just say thank you for enlightening us and, and bringing us the knowledge. Well, uh, I really appreciate it. I, I wish that we, in the, the you know, the Bible says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. We don't know who we are. We have been lied to who we are for so many years. We have been lied to 
and not understanding that math, science, medicine, you know, all these things came from uh, the, the, the written language. All this stuff first took place on the African continent. Yes, sir. All these things came from Africa, but until you study more than, see, what I'm trying to get, get, get us to understand is start studying because they wrote the books that they teach in America. America have brainwashed African American and and indigenous people, those who came from uh, Spanish background, that Caucasians invented, discovered everything. Everything was done by them, and they were not. They were just coming out of caves. You understand what I'm saying? They were sleeping in caves when and on and Africa had 48 story buildings, had sewers. They had medicine. They were doing brain surgery. They were doing all kind of surgeries. Uh, even with women's, uh, uh, what they call that, when they, when the, when the baby uh, having problems in birth and they cut the baby out, all that came, all that came from from Africa. They were the first people to to do that. Uh, it's it's so much that we don't understand or we don't look to find out because we have been taught to be people to look up to someone else. Everything in a book from first through 12th grade uh, tells you something somebody white invented or discovered. And you can't discover a country that where got 40 million individuals already living. You know, you'd never tell the truth that you could committed a genocide, kill the people, took their land. But you quick to say that Native Americans were savages. But they were not the one. They were on the receiving end of genocide. They didn't go around killing people and taking their country. Uh, the same thing about kidnapping uh, people from Africa, raping them, beating half to death, homosexual attacks. I mean, you name everything, lynching, burning, working from sunup to sundown, cold or hot to build this country. It actually happened at the hands of people who said that the, that the people from Africa were savages, but they were the one getting raped. They were the one getting beat. They the one kidnapped, sleeping on the bottom of a ship for almost six months, three months, at least three, a little bit over three months. That's how long it took to come that 3,000 miles, about 3,000 miles the ocean almost. Because you didn't have a motor, you you kind of went by the wind and followed the current. All these things happened, but the the people who that was done so was mistreated are the ones that were called savages because they wrote the books. They control the news media. Right now, it's hurting me every day that they are talking only about uh, with the Palestinians that these people are, are terrorists. Well, 75 years ago, they brought some terrorists in who killed the people and took their land. That's when those people came to uh, came over and in, into the Holy Land that they put the, the Ashkenazi, what they call Ashkenazi Jews, and the term Jew is only a thousand years old. They call them Ashkenazi who come from Lithuania, uh, Poland, uh, Ukraine, and Russia. 
They call them Russian Jews. Uh, the next is the Khazars from north around Iran, north of Turkey. And if you do research in your Bible and everything, you'll find out they're converts. They're proselytes. They converted to the religion. They are not. They were not born Hebrews. So that's not the covenant people. And the other is maybe they're Sephirians, Sephirians. Sephirians come from Spain. Uh, they come from uh, Portugal. Now, some people were taken uh, prisoners. Some uh, that were, were were about black. They were taken prisoners uh, when the Romans and the Greeks came, and some of them fled. Some of them went to, and they took some to Spain. But the people don't. You don't run into an army. When an army is coming to conquer you, you don't run at thousands and thousands of men, and they're attacking you. You run away from them. And they fled to Africa. That's why they have the Igbo or the Igbo, the Phalacia, which is Beta Israel, Ethiopia, and they have the Limba. You can look up each name and you'll find out that Beta Israel is a, a direct descendant of King David, King Menelik from uh, Queen of Sheba. Then if you go to Limba, they're the priestly tribe, the Levitical tribe, the priestly tribe of Moses. You, you, you can find this, that DNA even match. So it's a lot that we need to learn about who we are and quit allowing them to write the narratives, and we need to learn the narratives ourselves. And I thank you for calling in, and I thank you for just just coming on the line, and God bless you. And I pray that some do listen because we continue to destroying ourselves because we don't know who we are. God bless you. Amen. 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 God bless you, Pastor. The line is still open. Uh, there any other comments, statements, questions? Dr. Kim, uh, you're live on the air. Welcome to Break Your Chains History Talk Podcast. God bless you. All right. Well, I tell you, Pastor, I just pray that, you know, uh, people start uh, getting educated on who they are, finding themselves, and building their relationship with Christ and because he is the way, the truth, and the life. Nothing gets to the Father without going through him. And that's something <clears throat> excuse me, that's something that everyone uh needs to be made aware of. And I thank you, Pastor Kim, for uh taking the time out on Tuesday evenings to come on and to teach and educate the people and educate us on true history, the truth. Uh uh and and coming with decency and order and facts and and not uh, nothing you you know and, and I thank you for that sir so God bless you pastor the mic is yours well I'm I'm thankful that you allow me the opportunity to uh to to share those things that I've studied and uh that I can be a blessing cuz God has truly been a blessing to me and that God have uh I'm very uh, inquisitive person you know this and inquiring mind that's inquisitive to want to know i'm very a person very inquisitive i want to know and um then i analyze you know inquisitive and analytical then i analyze my information because i want to know oh why do we celebrate why do we have a christmas tree and then you come from find out it would come from a, a pagan holiday in germany where they took lights and put it on a tree and that's why we get it and during that time, they had the pagan holiday. It was right around December 24th, I tell. 
and that we use the, that to celebrate the birth of Christ, knowing the biblical scholars know that it was either in uh, April or September, uh, in between somewhere in between. I talk about the longitude and latitude, uh, well, really it's latitude, meaning uh, what latitude uh, Jerusalem would be in um, as compared to what latitude uh, in America uh, a state that in America would be comparable to. Uh, either when I talk about Europe, I say it, it, that Europe is no more than a frozen icebox. But Dr. Kendrick Clark made that statement. And when he made the statement, Dr. Kendrick Clark made the statement, I wanted to know why did he make that statement. And then I saw what latitude it lined up on. And it's up in the middle to the upper parts of Canada, almost up past Canada. So it stayed frozen over in Europe. It stayed freezing. I mean, so you can't grow crops like you could grow in the South about eight eight to eight months a year. You could grow things down South Alabama, Mississippi, Texas, Florida, and even certain parts of, of Georgia. But down, really down South, you can grow crops a long time. And so that's why they came down and had slaves down to grow the crop. And that's what prospered America, the South. And people, and that's when the union wanted to pull out, uh, the southern state wanted to pull out uh, of that, and that they would not allow them to pull out because you're the money maker for us, because you only were doing textile up in uh, up north, with mainly textile factories. And with those factories, they needed cotton for to make textile. So it's one of those things that closing in different things. So. Uh, I'm just glad to be on, and I, I really appreciate those who tune in, and I pray that we want to have knowledge of what's going on and that we can make our children proud of who we are and let them know they don't have to be a rapper. You have a brain that you are the one that invented and started so many things in America and so many things that the world elaborates and celebrates to this very day. You did it. People, your ancestors did it. You mellered and you had all these faces and they've stolen those things from you. I'm going to come to my end. I want to say this. They had a picture on Facebook of this, this brother. He had stole some gold masks and some other things, Egyptian artifacts, and a white guy that was dressed up like Egyptian was running behind him. And he said, you stole them from us and we stealing them back. <laughs> And they did. They got in Britain and Rome and Greece. They got all these artifacts that they stole from Africa. And and the people asking for the stuff back. Nigeria, all of Benin, the mass, all this stuff. They were metallurging and, and, and smoking metal and making kills to smoke metal and still before uh, almost a thousand years before it was ever did in Europe. But, did a, but Europe would tell you, Sir, such and such was the one that started with the steel, and not hmm. all of all that's a lie. Amen. And they know that it's a lie. Hmm. So true. But it's only to make them look like they're above everyone else or smarter. And then, and see, long as they can make you think you're dumb, then you're dumb. But long hmm. as once you know who you are, no one could ever push you backwards. And it's time our children. To know that they don't have to be rappers, they don't have to be athletes, athletes, they could be nuclear physicists, they could be whatever they want to be. Amen. I have a niece 
that she is the uh, she. My I have a niece that's uh, she's a uh, chemical engineer. She is the general manager of Share Criterion Plant in West Baton Rouge. Hmm. No one is yes, above hmm. her, and I'm thankful for God to have her. And I was with her for Thanksgiving after I left my kids, and we served the community first that morning. We fed the community. I went over with my kids and had had Thanksgiving dinner with them. Then I had to drive over to my niece in Lexington State. I mean, beautiful uh, uh, subdivision, and went over there and had it with them. And I just had a joyous time. But nevertheless, I thank God for each and every one. Doc, you want to say something before we, before I, 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 I pray us out? Uh, someone else would like to pray us out. I just said, well, thank you, Pastor Kemp, and thank you for all the listeners out there, everybody that's listening. Tell a friend to tell a friend to come on and learn true history. Uh, is being taught uh, decent and in order. Pastor Dr. LeVert Kemp, every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Uh, God bless you, Pastor. Uh, is there anyone else on the line would like to comment? Uh, before we leave, or anyone like to pray us out, Dr. Kemp is uh, offered that for anyone. And if not, Pastor, you can have the mic back. I pray that it was something said or done that someone gained more knowledge uh, of themselves, of this country, and the will of God, that we gain something from this program. Uh, let us pray. Heavenly Eternal Father, we come in the matchless name of Jesus. Father, we just want to thank you. And Lord God, I pray that I didn't offend anyone, but I had to tell the truth about just the true narrative of what really occurred in America and all over the world. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for our going out and our coming in. And Lord, I pray that you would keep us from all hurt, harm, and danger, and that you would bless our homes and make our homes home to love, home to peace, and home to prayer. Now, Heavenly Father, build us up where we're torn now. Lord, strengthen us where we're weak. Lord, you know where we stand in need of. We ask that you would look upon the African-American community, a suffering community, Lord, not at our own will, but that's being perpetrated upon us by this nation. And look yeah. up on all over the world about the mistreatment of, of the Africans that's being mistreated all over the world and the other suffering people that's suffering all over the world. Yes. And, Lord, all these different wars and people that are dying over in the Ukraine and, and Russians are dying and, and over in, in, in Jerusalem, Lord, and Israel, Lord, where the Palestinians yes. are dying at alarming rate. But the only one ever just talk about about the children of uh, uh, that Jews are dying, but no one is really talking about these poor Palestinian children that's dying at alarming rate in the hospital being bombed. Lord, I ask that you look upon that, Lord, and Lord, open our eyes. Let us tell the truth. To yeah. take a life, that's too much. Yeah. Now, Lord, I pray for the people right here in America. I pray for. Uh, this city that I live in, and to every city that someone's listening to, I pray for yes. their cities that Please. the murders stop. And I pray, Lord, that they yes, can come Lord. to uh, equitable uh, settlement or understanding about uh, a minimum wage. 
at least yes, fifteen, Lord. sixteen dollars at the lowest. That are That's living right. wage that people could live off of, and not a top wage, but just a living wage that we could pay our rent and pay pay for our. Uh, homes and an automobile and, and put food on our table and clothes on our back. I pray for that. Yes. Oh, I thank you and praise you, Lord. And I pray for this program, Breaking Chains. And I pray yes, that Lord. we pray that we can break chains. Yes. For those who are in bondage to Satan, those who are in bondage to a human race. It's yes. not a race. Please. It's please. only one kind, and that's mankind. And the God that we serve is the creator of us all. I thank you and praise you. It's in the matchless name of Jesus, I pray. And for his sake, amen. I love everybody, black, white, rich, or poor, and there's never nothing anyone could ever do about it. Much love. We out. My people, I love you. We're family. Feel you.
Peace and blessings to you. Are you looking for a place to express your concerns, your anger, what's going on in your community, in your family? Well, Breaking Chains is the podcast. It's all about letting the world know that enough is enough, and it's time for you to speak up and speak out. Join us nightly, and let's break some chains by using your voice to express the concerns you have about the issues that are affecting our people, mankind, and our world as a whole. Get involved, and let's break some chains. God bless, and thanks for listening to Breaking Chains on YAT Radio. Listen every night as we live stream on www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash YAT Radio. Or call in live, 858-357-9137. Breaking Chains on YAT Radio. Leaving a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence. Thanks for turning us on this evening. Just know we are here to assist you in recovering your light from back from the darkness. Speak the truth with Young Adults Talk Live, a ministry for the people of God. So let's join together and recover what's ours. God bless you from the Young Adults Talk family.